Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the All Ball Podcast with your host, Ruth Kalala, and... It's your boy, Samir. We also have two guests with us today, Ruthvik. We got Connor. Connor, where are you from? I am from Dallas, Dallas, Texas, born and oh, raised. No. Yep. So we've got a Mavs fan, Mavs fan right here. Another Mavs fan. And then we got my friend uh, since I was five years old, Drew Pink here. Yes, sir. What's up, everybody? He's a big Laker guy, so... But uh, how's everything going, Ruthwick? How's residency? How's life, man? How's Lubbock? It's good, man. I'm happy and healthy now. That's good. Thanks to, thanks to the doctors. Yeah, the doctors got you. <laughs> yeah, speaking of doctors, this is my sloppy segment. So Drew and Connor, we always start every episode with a sloppy segment, okay? Now that you're going to be a doctor, you're starting prescribing people medications, right? Yeah. Some, some more than others. Yeah, uh, I want you. I'm gonna name a player for each of y'all, and you're gonna prescribe something that will make their game elite. Okay. Oh, I like it. Okay. Are these All are right. these like young players? Young players, random players that that will okay. just if you give them that type of ability, well, you only get one ability. Okay. Okay. And you prescribe it to them. That's then they become the next best player in the okay. league. Okay. Are okay. you ready? Yeah. Okay. Who wants to go first? Drew? Drew's it. got it. Okay, Drew's got oh, it. Drew's okay. got it. All right. Drew's got it. All right. All right. Let's do this for Drew. All right, Drew. I'm going to give you Colin Sexton. Who young bull. Sexton. Colin Sexton. Hmm. I would give him probably like a like a Chris Paul or like maybe like a Steph Curry basketball IQ or like floor general ability because it seems like he's got like the energy he's a good scorer he's you know got that high energy but like he kind of you know if you want to like run a team get everything facilitated things like that I feel like if he had that you know um like floor awareness and everything like that that would just elevate him to like be one of the top guards in the league you you could tell Drew's 2k prowess from that answer yeah, he, he's a game of floor general badge. I'm pretty sure that's like a popular badge in 2K. Yeah, I know. Interesting. He said NBA Live only. Uh, NBA Live. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. All right. So you you think his jump shot, everything else is there? If you can he could use it all. Thing. He could use he could use the the whole pharmacy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Point guard. Yeah, one thing, and he's a point guard. You know what I mean? I want that point guard to be able to run the floor or uh, you know run the team. You know, okay. Yeah. All right. I like that answer. I like that answer too. All right, Connor, are you ready? Yes. Okay. We'll stay with the Mavs. You know, you're a big Mavs guy. We love the Mavs, yada, yada, yada. Okay. What would you give your boy, Dwight Powell? <laughs> Dwight Powell. Dwight Powell. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. He, he really uh, relies too much on. Uh, on the rest of the people around him. He really needs some, some, some playmaking ability just in general, like just overall, he, he, he's, you know, he can catch and lob and, and block a few things, but uh, when he gets down to the post and he's trying to make a move, it's, it's just not happening. He needs something that's going to get him some, some more ability to, to make plays down, lo- down low in the post. Yeah. Some, some post moves. Cause they're just not there. They're just, there's just not there, you know? So, uh, primarily that, but again, he's one of those guys that could definitely use a few more, few more things. So if Colin Sexton became Chris Ball for general, he's the best point guard in the league with this prescription, right? 
Nah, he'd be up there. He'd be up there. <laughs> Dwight Powell, we're looking at, like, you give him some post moves, all of a sudden you got Dwight Jokic, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right, Ruth, are you ready, man? Are you yes, ready? Yes, sir. What would you give Nikola Jovic? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, okay, that's Nikola your guy. Jovic. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to give him the, uh, an enforcer badge. Because uh-huh. he just seems like he's very finesse thus far, but he's also like probably like nineteen, twenty. Yeah. So if he could get that like Giannis enforcer, um, mass gainer, something like that, and really get shredded, <laughs> then I think he could really run the floor well. And he's obviously yeah. like skilled because he's a European player. They're all they're all can shoot and do all the basketball stuff. So if he can just get the body that he needs for the league, I'd I'd be that'd be yeah. very exciting. All right, I'll give you another one real quick, Ruthvik, just for fun. Yeah. Vando. Vando. Oh my God. All right. Give him the what's the 2K badge for shooting? I don't know. Just sniper. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah he needs to. Yeah. You give him that. Honestly, though, you give him that. He's probably the best player in the league. He's up there. Yeah. He's up there. He, I mean, he defensively. Is, yeah. I'm surprised but, you didn't say hands. This guy I know. That's what I was going <laughs> like, He could have all the shooting ability in the world. If he can't catch yeah. it, then can't he's, catch, he's Yeah. So maybe uh, maybe we do go hands, and then you can also work on the dribbling because he loses it. But yeah, he needs a lot. He also needs. But if, to he, climb if he can just shoot, I, I that would solve so many problems that the Lakers have. Oh, I know, man. Because um, they just leave him wide open. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, all right. Well, that was fun. And, and I Lakers thought you were going to ask uh, Connor about uh, Josh Green. I wanted to say Josh Green, but I was surprised. I, I don't know. I just Matt, thought Mavs faithful loves that man they're like Jaden hardy josh green this like they're like the next the next uh, we'll talk about your mavs don't worry um all right man so we last time we talked i think i we like we're talking about some of the free agent stuff i told you about fred van fleet it happened do you want to just kind of recap what the rockets have done what yeah, do you yes, sir. No. do you like Those the dylan brooks drew do you like the dylan brooks well let's i'll let drew talk about the rockets yeah absolutely horrendous enough said nothing else no but <laughs> i mean goodness gracious that three years 130 million for van fleet and then you add dylan brooks four years 80 million like that's two overpays in one free agency and D- dylan brooks was overpaid 79 million dollars so damn what do you think connor uh, yeah, four four years for for Dylan Brooks, eighty million. That's um that's where I have concerns. I mean, Fred Van Vliet, Yeah, we can can't deny he's a great player. Uh, Dylan Brooks, we can we can have questions on how great of a player he is for sure. Um, so I'm just not a not a fan from that standpoint. Don't think it really makes sense for the Rockets. Um, and it's just too much for for Dylan Brooks. Simply that. So what do you originally, think? I was not a fan of either move. Um, but then after talking to one of our biggest supporters in Big U. Yeah, shout out. I, I kind of like the Van Vliet signing just because it's pretty front-loaded and it's three years. I think a team option for the third year uh, with the way the cap's going to go, it actually probably will be a decent deal. And he's he seems like a no-nonsense, like he just works hard. So hopefully that rubs off on all the youngsters out in Houston because that's their biggest problem in my, in my eyes is a lack of leadership and a lack of yeah, um, no, definitely. A, a good role yeah. model. There's no role model there to be like, oh, this is what we do. They're just out yeah. doing some some They're wild stuff. Did, did you see the the Josh Christopher, Jalen Green? Oh stuff? yes, sir. Oh, I, see, I saw They're like stuff. just like on top of each other, like yes. company each other. So Josh Christopher gets traded in the next day. Yeah, 
so there's That's all this kind of nonsense yeah. going on yeah. there. Um, so it'd be nice to have someone who's been there, done that, who's had mm-hmm. to work for everything, um, and not just been given like a top five uh, rating and has been coasting off that. So I think that's going to be great for them. The Dylan Brooks thing, I s- still don't really like it that much. I think the contract is honestly not, not terrible um, after looking at it. But because originally I was like, yeah, this is 79 million overpaid, just like uh, yeah. Drew just said. Just a crazy player, right? But then what I still don't like about it is the lack of like culture fit there, in my opinion. Because like, mm-hmm. in Memphis, like it didn't seem like pe- very many people liked him on the team. No yeah. one seemed like broken up that he was leaving. Um, and then even like an organization perspective. So for someone to kind of outplay where they got drafted and still not have any of that, I, that kind of talks to his relationship with the team, with the cult, with the organization. So that's why I, I'm not too big of a fan on that. But maybe this is like a growth opportunity. Maybe he he gets better from that and has a fresh leaf. But he could he yeah. could bring some energy there. For yeah, sure. no, I I actually I actually like the Fred signing, um, but I don't think it like changes anything. Like like no, I think they go from twenty two wins to thirty. You know, like yeah. like uh, it's still the the onus still lies on like Jabari, Eamon Thompson, and the young guys like for this team. Uh, good for Fred gets his bag. Don't know why he would want to go there. Uh, maybe just for money at this point. He's got his ring. Yeah. So, I mean, he don't need it. But And, like, now I think I understand it a little bit more from an organization perspective, too, just because they're probably like, okay, we have two years to get all of our young players ready to compete for championships. So, for that, that point, we'll just get two players that can fill roles and just work hard and maybe show them how, to, how that's done. And then at that point, you, they leave and you have your roster and, and you're ready to go for it. Yeah, it just feels like a lot of money to 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 spend when you know you have all these young guys to develop, right? And you yeah. kind of want like them to take leadership. But I think the Van Fleet signing, when you explain that a little bit more, it makes sense because he's very mature. So you kind of bring that presence into the locker room. Yeah. But it's like Dylan Brooks. I mean, unless yeah, he's exactly. you know like had a just completely one eighty with his personality. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But here's the hoping. And they they got Jeff Green too, didn't they? I, I think they might have. I think they did. They brought him back or something. That's a good pickup too. Um. All right. So we talk about the Rockets. Who? What other teams made moves? Let's see. Uh, the Lakers and the Mavs made a lot of moves. The Suns did as well. Uh, which team do you want to talk about, man? Let's let's stay in La La Land. Let's we stay in La La Land. Then we'll then we'll bring we'll bring Connor on. We'll talk to Drew about the Lakers and we'll bring Connor on for his Mavs. Yeah, that's what we'll go. do. I actually love what the lakers did i do think there's there's a lot of hype around it and probably not that much hype it needs to be put there but i mean we get gabe vincent three and d player we got uh torian prince interesting and but playmaker def- not just defensive player. yeah playmaker gabe gabe vincent like yeah total and, playmaker. and for cheap really cheap super with cheap. that option yeah. too and everything uh mid-level uh we bring back austin reeves which is probably the biggest and Rui hachimura like you D'Lo, you got D'Lo on a very cheap deal, like kind of like a proven contract for him. Um, I like it. Jackson Hayes, young guy, you're hoping he can be like Dwight Howard esque from that championship team, just run the floor, get rebounds, block shots. I like what they did. Yeah, i I really like the guard room that we have kind of now. The tor the Torian Prince and Cam Reddish, you know, I, I I think they're both players at kind of a stage in their career where you give them a shot. I think Cam Reddish is kind of like his make or break kind of 
point in his career where it's it's going to be very defining for him what he does with the Lakers. Can he knock down some shots when he's given the opportunity? Can he create a little bit when the offense is a bit stagnant or we need some and, you know, a little bit of a spark? Can he be that guy that everyone thought he was going to be at a Duke? Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, the guard room is very solid. I really like the Vincent, you know, bring in three and D, um, you know, like you said earlier, he's a good playmaker, uh, D'Lo, um, I, I, I like, but I feel like he's kind of the weak link on, on a given night. He can be the absolute, you know, the, the spot, the spark, the fire, but then he also can just completely suck the life out of <laughs> your team with his missing shots. So do you, you know, when you identify that and see that, do you pull him out and let, you know, Reeves come in there and Vincent and, and let them run it or, or what do you do there? But yeah, I think, I think really solid by the Lakers. Um, does it get them over the edge though? I don't think so. I don't think it gets them over the edge. Um, I just, you know, I, I don't think that team beats the nuggets. I don't think they beat the Suns. Um, you know, I, I it just doesn't seem like enough firepower. Yeah. I, I loved all these moves because first with, with, with reddish, He's someone that can maybe have like that Malik Monk sort of resurgence because he has extreme talent. He's they're both like top five coming out of high school recruits. Malik had a rough couple of years and then he went to the Lakers, had a good year, and now we saw what he just did in the playoffs, which was phenomenal. Um, so similarly, I think Cam putting him in this system with these players around him, it it'll probably set a good tempo for him, and hopefully he can follow that, follow that, and then have a big year and then go get paid somewhere else. Um, and then as far as some of the other pickups, one thing, you, what you guys said was, I think, spot on. But then one thing I, I really liked as well is they let some people go, mm-hmm. which kind of seems like, like oh, they lost on a Schroeder. They lost uh, Lonnie Walker. They lost uh, Malik Beasley. But in a lot of ways, I think that was a smart move because now you're freeing up a lot of that that guard rotation because they were so backcourt heavy on their roster last year. And I think that yeah. really l- limited them um, in the postseason. They didn't have as many looks for someone like Jokic, and they were just getting shredded because they had all these tiny point guards. And Darvin Ham kept playing like the two guard lineups and stuff. And I don't think that was going to work. But now what you did is you got rid of those guys, and now you have Max Christie, who's killing in the summer league. We'll talk about in a bit. And now you have a spot for him to actually like get some minutes and maybe mm-hmm. develop a role. Um, and he's a big, bigger, much bigger guard. And then now you bring in someone like Cam Reddish, who's on a prove it sort of deal huge length everyone's like six nine like i, I really like that about this team yeah um, and we still then, got vando too like it's a very exactly long team exactly yeah. yeah the amount of looks they can throw i'm super excited to watch this team come together and defensively like, it should be a very good team yeah, i mean i think it always injury. it always still hinges on anthony davis and bronze health but yeah i mean like it always would but like defensively this should be a very good team and very i love i absolutely love how young everyone is yeah like that i is, agree that's awesome. Like, and yeah. and when we're talking about keeping those guys healthy, if you guys have a bunch of these guys, Hayes is on a prove it deal. Reddish is on a prove it. Like, you have people who are hungry. They can fill up some of those minutes and hopefully deliver you a lot of le- regular season win, get some experience, and then be able to produce in, in bursts in the playoffs. So I'm excited. Yeah. I think I think they they can push the Suns. Um, yeah. I don't know about the Nuggets, but but also I think with Bruce Brown leaving the Nuggets, that. That's a big I loss. That's a big loss. Huge. Considerable loss. Yep. Um, I don't think he does. I don't think he adds anything to the Pacers. I mean, the Pacers are still the Pacers, but yeah, it'll be good for him. It'll be good for mm-hmm. him. Um, yeah. I mean, I think the Lakers won free agency. Hundred um, percent. Um, 
What about the Mavs? What do you guys think about the Mavs? The Mavs. Connor, what do you think about the Mavs, man? They they did a lot of moves too. They got Grant Williams. Uh, who else they signed? They got uh, Rashawn Holmes. That's a good pickup, I think. Who else did they get? Seth Curry. They bringing him back with Kyrie. That that could be fun. Dante Exum on like a prove it deal. Um, they brought yeah. They got they got some solid players in there. I, I think getting rid of Reggie Bullock was a good idea. Uh, resigning Dwight, and I know you're they're letting Christian Wood walk, which there's a lot of rumors that the Lakers may get Christian Wood on a cheap yeah. deal as well. But uh, would like to talk about the Mavs. Yeah, well, um, I overall, I, I really have uh, approved of most of the decisions we've made. Um, I think, uh, first of all, I want to go to the the draft. I think we made some really good moves in the draft. Um, I really like the two guys we picked up, uh, two tall defensive uh, guys. Well, I mean, tall can can score in a little bit. Um, I like uh, I like Derek Lively a lot. I think he's going to be really good addition. Um, but we definitely just we just needed more. More height down low, um, help support, you know, Dwight Powell. Um, and uh, so I think we made those those good pickups there. Um, but then, yeah, going back to the free agency, you know, Seth Curry, I've, I always liked Seth Curry <clears throat> a lot. I thought he was always fun to watch. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm glad we brought him back, you know, just on a little two year, like what, four, five million, four and a half million dollar deal. So not, not too much, anything, you know, not, nothing crazy. And Dwight Powell's not getting paid that much. So, so, um, oh, and then also getting rid of, um, the the contract for Davis Bertans in the draft was really nice. Freed up a lot of cap space because that mm-hmm. was a stupid contract. <clears throat> so, yeah, it was really bad. It was really bad. So, thankfully, we we're offloaded that. So, we got some, uh, you know, cap space, you know, obviously on Kyrie back. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, um, and uh, Dante Exum, we'll see. You know, he's been playing overseas. So, we'll see. We'll see how he comes back to adjust um in the nba again but uh yeah i mean it was a, it was a top what top five pick in the back in what was it 2014 2014 yeah something like that so uh yeah yeah so um overall i, I thought it was pretty good i you know voiced we still won't i don't see us you know being quite ready for you know a championship run yet obviously we're gonna see how luca does this year you know i'm sure he's gonna do great i hope so but uh uh we'll see how he works with the rest of the new guys and um but uh i think we're still maybe one one more one or two more pieces away from a really you know championship caliber team but i i'd like to think yeah yeah it's tough in the west for sure so uh, i'd like to think we will improve but um yeah we'll see but overall I, i like the moves so yeah, heading in the right direction, still ways to go, like you said. And I think Grant Williams will bring some energy that they desperately need. Yeah. So hopefully he can bring some cohesion to the team. Yeah, I think I think it, I think Grant's a good pick. I mean this I think this team I mean obviously right the Dodge of Luca and Kyrie, but I think you get an elevation in like maybe conference semis, maybe a possible conference finals run if Jaden Hardy and Josh Green like take a huge leap. Uh, and these guys got it. It's not going to happen. These guys have to average like 15 to 18 a game, like type of leap. I mean, it could happen the next couple years, but I don't know about this year. Like they got to be the, you know, that, uh, that's, that's, that's what it is. I mean, I think the biggest thing, honestly, is bringing back Kyrie. That's a huge move. That's a big pickup. Um, it is the Mavs. I mean, the Mavs and the Mavs, they'll be good. They'll be decent. They're always good. Uh, the West is just too stacked. I don't, I honestly, I, yeah. I honestly see the Thunder being better than them. And I agree. Record, record wise, uh, I think the Mavs could do way better in the playoffs. I don't think the Thunder, the, I think the Thunder will be like, you know, this year's Kings. They'll have a little spurt. So we'll see. It's going to be fun in the West. It's kind of BS, man. The East sucks. 
Yeah. <laughs> Awful. The East is on life support right now. Every year they just keep taking like superstars out of the East and sending them out West, it seems mm-hmm. like. But I like what the Mavs did. I think they did a solid free agency. I give them uh, like a B. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. All if right. You guys want to talk about one Eastern team? You want to talk one about East, the Miami Heat? The Miami Heat. Ruth, like, what's going on? Okay. I have a lot to say about this, actually. Like, are we okay with this? Like, Dame being like, I just won't show up unless it's the Heat. Like, I know you're a Heat fan. You love that. You love that ish. But, like, is that okay? Like, is that, should that be allowed, man? That's annoying. So, yeah, I'm kind of confused about this too because it's been happening for a while, right? Like in football and basketball, they there's people with like legit no trade clauses, like Bradley Beal, where they can literally be like, "I'm not going to go," or Kevin Garnett when he got traded to the Celtics, he had a no trade, and you can actually be like, "All right, I'm only going to go to play for this one team." But now everyone has like a art, like a pseudo no trade clause because they can just be like, "No, I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to show up." Um, I think from like my perspective, like I would I would love I'm rooting for it, but I do want the CBA to somehow address this and create some sort of clause where you just forfeit pay or something. Cause you can't just keep, I know there's like some fines that you get, um, but like it doesn't serve anybody. You have a, you're putting in a player in the perspective, in a situation where now they have to muck everything up to get force a trade. If you're going to be like, well, no, we're not going to trade you. They'll do some crazy stuff like Kyrie or Harden and, and finally get traded. Or you just have to hope that, they'll be okay with just, just hanging out there and, and not um, not really partaking in whatever team they go to. So I, I don't like it, but as a Heat fan, like, yeah, I'm stoked. I hope I hope date does come, but – and I think – I feel like there's a pretty strong chance that he will come just because they would have take they could have uh, brought back Vincent and Struess um, if they had the opportunity – when they when they have the opportunity, if they knew that Dame wasn't going to go, so there's got to be some like back network where there's a pretty strong possibility that he's going to end up there. I don't think they let those two guys go just like that. As a Heat fan, what do you, you know, what are you willing to to give up for Dame? Which it's it's interesting, right? Because he's 32, I think he's 32, yeah. so he's getting getting older. But obviously, like, I mean, he can he'll ball out with anybody, any guard. <laughs> in the nba he's gonna compete with he he can outdo anybody but yeah i I think for me yeah yeah yeah. for me you you give up hero you give up robinson and then you give up a few draft whatever draft they want four first round picks yeah and i think that's reasonable um you you just give it up because the heat have never really built through the draft or they'll they'll build through like like underrated draft picks like lower draft picks but they're not like bottom feeding they're not uh, lottery picks typically like even in this current roster everyone's either a free agent or undrafted i think the highest until cody zeller just signed away he was the highest pick and he was like fourth pick now it's probably bam at bam or or hero at like 13 or 11 where's is our highest pick on the roster shows that they're all about development and finding hidden gems so i'm not that concerned about partnering away with those draft picks um, like would you, well, here's the deal would you there's also like i think the, the the proposed trade that the blazers wanted that the heat didn't i don't think they accept obviously was like first for four first round picks hero Hami Jaime Hawkes, and like two second round picks would you do that yeah i would do that for sure yeah yeah i would do that for sure i think it's i think that's what that's, that's like a rumor 
I think maybe, issue, maybe Duncan was involved in that too, to be honest. I, the issue is right now is the team as con- currently constructed, it's, it only has a few more attempts left. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's done if you continue just having the same team, but with like Jimmy, Jimmy's what, like 33, 34 now. Um, it doesn't have that much life left in it. So I think at this oh, point, I mean, you, you bring either, Damon there. I think you're the f- favorite. Yeah. Out of these. Yeah. So I think you just mm-hmm. go for it. I think you're you send it. And then for like two, three years, you have a legit shot at, okay, maybe we can actually, now we actually have offensive firepower that we need because Jimmy is yeah. great, but you can't do stuff on both ends. And then he's not as efficient of a store as some of these other guys. So at some point it's yeah. going to come to a T like in the East, you can just bully your way through to the finals, but that's not going to cut it when you get to the finals as we saw. Yeah. Um, so that's why, that's why I'm pretty big on you just go for it and then you get it done. And then even if it doesn't work out well, uh, like even if, if you have three years and it's like a couple finals appearances, never win, I'd rather do that and then become a bad team and then build through some high picks eventually. Hopefully you still have those first round picks. Then just be like this mediocre team, be like a eight seed for the next like five, six, ten years. Like what's the point in that? So if you're if you're a dame, like why not go to the Sixers? I think for me, because he's he's a very loyal person, right? To to withstand, yeah, being in Portland all these years with like no no real big complimentary players. While like you have the Steph Curry's of the world, just oh, hold tearing. On. You're telling me Anthony Simons is not a complimentary player, exactly, right? And and yeah. he's been having to wait on people. Like, like yeah, there's people like that that are kind of nice on the team, but yeah, they're they're like now even with Scoot, Scoot's cool, but he's gonna have to wait three years for Scoot to do something. Yeah, just with Anthony like. And now he's a pretty yeah. a great player, but like it's, it's yeah. he's got to you got to wait so much, so you can't be happy doing that. So it speaks to his loyalty, even though now he's like at his uh, wits end with it. I think for him, why go to Philly where you don't? It's not a proven culture versus him. He he didn't like what he had in um, Portland. He knew that was not as reliable. But then you can go to the Heat where it matches Dame's culture, like. I think Dame's philosophy just says if you watch some of his interviews and like his um, story, it's all about just outworking people and nothing, no organization screams that more than the heat. Right. So I think that grind mentality just fits him so perfectly. And he'd be such a great leader and person on that team. Like him and Jimmy just seem like that would be such a uh, magical like pairing just in terms of personality and, and that sort of thing where they're serious about their work. They're, 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 they're there to just grind. Um, and they want to uh, maximize whatever they can. Whereas in Philly, you just never know. What has Doc showed me? We always talk about Doc being like, is he reliable? Is he not? Joel Embiid, injury history. Um, the team, even the team right now, like I just, I don't see what Philly has going for them that much that I'd, I'd really want to go there. Yeah, you make some great points. I, I just don't, I just, I'm with you. I don't trust the the culture of Philadelphia. You know, they've, they've had, think about all the stars they've had recently and how well Joel Embiid's played. And then you've had James Harden, you've had Ben Simmons, you've had all these guys and you just really haven't had anything to show for it. And, and, and it's, it's a little bit on the players, but it's a little bit on the organization and how they treat the players. You know, they kind of like give up on them. It seems like maybe a little bit and they just don't, they don't try to work with them as much as you can see other teams do, especially the heat. Like you're talking about, these guys have continuously 
showed that they can perform with the rest of the competition and mm -hmm. and exceed expectations and um you've got you know all these guys that have like you said you know really developed with them so i think that's a that's a really really good um aspect of a, of a team to have and i think dame would would like you said fit fit pretty well um with with the heat so i, I like that a lot better than than philadelphia yeah i think it'll happen you'll get you'll get yeah. you'll get dame if it happens you're Let's gonna get go. a jersey Oh hell yeah! Dude, the Dame, the Dame Miami Vice jersey would hit Ooh, so hard. That would slap. Oh man, that would be dope. And then, uh, and then I'd have a vintage Hero jersey. Yeah, a vintage Tyler Hero jersey. My, my Hero jersey becomes vintage <laughs> immediately. Yeah. So two birds with one stone. All right. Well, I kind of want to just like take a break in the segments real fast. Uh, we we forgot to ask our boys like why they like basketball, the origins, uh, you know, of basketball. So who wants to go first? All right, Drew's got it. Yeah, so gosh, basketball for me. So my dad actually played at the the collegiate level, so that was kind of always a thing for me. I would always try to be like in the driveway shooting hoops when he would come home, so he would just you know shoot a few with me. Um, and then you know, kind of just the friends. Uh, you know, Samir and I. You know, we met. Gosh, probably in what first grade, second grade, something like that. And we would always go play uh, play hoops on the playground and. You know, that was always our thing. Recess, lunch, whatever it was, we're going out there hooping. Um, and it just it was just a good, good escape, you know, a good something that you could you know, take your work ethic into and and just try to be the best that you could be. Um, and that for me was two points a game in high school <laughs> as a senior. But it was something, man. We we made it <laughs> now. Nah, but hoops has just always been, uh, you know, like I said, like my dad played and then. You know, just playing with this guy right here, Samir. Like we got, we got a lot of history of playing together, man. And that's that's when I look back. It's like that's my favorite thing. You know, it's like I always wanted to play in college. That didn't happen. But when you look back and just like, man, the fun memories of just like I remember so many like, oh, I found Samir in the corner for a three. Oh, he he hit me with a lob. You know, it's like that's mm -hmm. that's just good times, man. Just good stuff. And for the listeners, Drew, when he's saying hit him with the lob, he's six six. This guy, this guy had no choice in the matter. There is that too. Basketball or volleyball, and so I went with yeah. basketball. <laughs> yeah, you can't be a California six six guy and not not be basketball. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So Connor here um, uh, basically started for me um, back uh, when. Um, well, first of all, I play, I, I like to, you know, just play recreationally with, with friends, like, like, you know, like everyone did it or not everyone, but most people did as a kid, you know, you played, you played just games with friends and basketball was one of the ones we, we played a lot. And, um, you know, so from a young age, I liked the game of basketball. I was never like super into watching it, but then, um, you know, come the Dirk time and, uh, that era just, you know, prior, you know, to when Dirk leaving, you know, it's, it's just, was just a really great great time to be a Mavs fan just watching uh, my favorite player is Jason Terry I just loved watching um, just all those Mavs and and Dirk just really really sparked it um, and uh, so yeah just just ever since then and uh, it's been been a, I've gotten more interested into it recently as well um, with Luca and everything and um, so yeah it's definitely one of my favorite sports to watch now but uh, yeah that's about it and you've had such a good like upbringing as a Mavs fan just all these generational European talents right, right. yeah oh yeah all generational European you're right yeah Dirk, just been spoiled it's a better fit man replacing Dirk with Luca, like that's just that yeah. it's perfect that's literally perfect what are the odds I don't know crazy 
Well, if he stays 20 years like Dirk did. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah. yeah Luca, Luca, Luca may leave, man. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, yeah. speaking of Luca, he just got engaged, man. Congratulations. Oh, nice. Congratulations. Uh, he got engaged on July 7th, 77. Yeah, what a narcissistic man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, man. Well, we've kind of hit on the free agency a little bit. The big, the big hitters with theme. Um, I just want to throw two fun things real quick. Uh, Draymond today was hilarious on his podcast. Like they was like a photo of Jordan Poole, and he looks yeah, sad. And he was like, "I feel bad for the kid. He went from the most glamorous organization to the Wizards. That's pretty did funny." He, so did he actually say that? I saw that too, or was that yeah. like a like a Twitter meme? I hope either. Regardless, it was funny. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then if he actually said that, though, so savage, it's so savage. <laughs> uh, how do we feel about Dwight Howard coming out and saying I'm better than Jokic? I don't get enough respect. I agree to a certain extent. Dwight Howard, I think, is one of the most disrespected centers in NBA history, but he ain't better than Jokic. Yeah, not better than Jokic, but yeah, 100 percent extremely underrated. There's yeah. it was ab- absolutely ridiculous that he wasn't top 75. Yeah. Who they put on I've said that before here. Like, that's oh, yeah. So AD should not have been on there. Like Dame shouldn't have been yeah. on the list over yeah. Dwight. AD shouldn't have. Oh, there's there's a bunch of people that Clay no wasn't even on the list that. too. Yeah, it was Clay wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I mean for sure. Like I think people just totally forget about Dwight on the Magic. Like that was he yeah. was just an absolute force to be reckoned with. And then when he yeah. went to the Lakers, you see like such a difference with his uh you know with his injury and things like that yeah. and that athleticism he lost you know with that brain but he that man he's definitely a diva you know what i mean he's still trying to like stay relevant in social media mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> overseas and things like that so um it, it's it's just funny to see him kind of chirping staying active but definitely one of the more disrespected centers in the uh in the game yeah yeah um okay we'll talk about the big summer league stuff now man uh Oops, I did it again. <laughs> Wemby, what is he doing, man? He's punching Britney Spears and stuff as security guards. What is he doing? <laughs> I, uh, what is he doing? I mean, we, any, we can't blame we can't blame Wemby for that. Okay, but like, this is just Wemby. Drew wants to say something about Wemby. Well, no, is this not just like the most like introduction, like the most like American American. way to introduce yourself to pop culture, getting into an altercation with Britney Spears? Like, like, welcome to America, man. 100%. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, what did Uh, I get myself into? Yeah. Well, what do you think about his performance last night? I know he came out and said, honestly, I didn't know what I was doing. You, You saw that, right? So I really like him. I like how like honest he is about everything. Um, cause yeah. he's very, like, he doesn't just give you cookie cutter answers to everything. He's just really real with how he's feeling and how his, uh, approach to the game is on a night by night. So I've really enjoyed that about him. Like watching his like JJ Reddick interview, same thing. He's very targeted. He's like, yeah, these are my weaknesses. This is how I will address them. This is why I'm not afraid. Cause this is my work ethic. So it was cool to see. He looked really out of sorts in the highlights I saw, um, Looked more out of sorts than even Britney did when she got smacked uh, <laughs> by the security guard in that video. Um, so that was con- a little concerning because if, if if that's happening to you and Kai Jones, Kai Jones, Kai Jones uh, I did it for Britney, uh, Longhorn legend, yeah. just yammed it on him. So it's a different yeah. it's a different level of athleticism. And one thing that I liked he said in the press conference was, "I need to work on my conditioning." So I think that makes a lot of sense because European game I think is very more methodical, half court, slow. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though he's in great shape for that, it's different here where everything is so fast break, a uh, high tempo, 
uh, yeah. with these the elite of the elite athletes in the world. So I think he's definitely got to work on that um, aspect of his game. And then he just his court awareness just seemed a little sloppy. But yeah. I'm sure he's still going through adjusting to a new life. Like we just started, we just moved essentially. And and that was yeah. a nightmare of moving and settling down, updating everything. So I'm sure going from France to here, a lot of that comes uh, with that, especially when you're the brightest young star in the league, potentially. Yeah, no, I think he'll figure it out. Um, then we got, so honestly, the, the highlights of the summer league thus far for me, honestly, have been, uh, you mentioned earlier, Max Christie's play uh, for the Lakers. Uh, Jaime Hawkes really good player right now and honestly uh chet holmgren Chet's what, what do we think yeah he's he's gonna be phenomenal it, i really it, like it is this this is the thunder team man this thunder team really has something special yeah and then another guy on the thunder jalen williams yeah um, the one from santa clara he was amazing last year he was second in rookie of the year mm-hmm. but he's been killing in the summer league uh, yeah. So I really like that. And then also Eamon Thompson, we mentioned him earlier. Yeah. He's been awesome. I actually uh, think yeah. the Rockets did well with the draft. Eamon Thompson and Cam Whitmore. That's a great, yes. great little yeah. pickup. And Jabari, Jabari, I kind of like that Jabari's playing in the summer league. Yeah. I think he needs it. Uh, 100%. You see his game winner last night? That yeah, was, that was sick. It was nuts. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like it. The Rockets, I think, yeah. are heading in the right direction. Uh, okay. In my eyes, like I think Jalen Green either needs to leave or yeah. needs to like learn how to play within the team concept he's the issue i think he's the issue yeah because yeah. he's supremely talented but it's just like you can't just play like a, you're you're at an aau tournament every day um yeah. and shoot like those percentages and, and play that way so i think that's that's their issue if he can somehow find like a aaron gordon on the nuggets sort of role where he can use his athleticism and still um scoring and punches i think that'd be nice for him i just don't see him as like a oh this is the next jason tatum jalen brown but maybe he'll take another yeah. leap this year yeah, I think he may be the issue um, with that. T- he needs to like, he, I think he's the immaturity, to be honest. I think he's very immature. Uh, so hopefully he figures it out. I mean, he's like you said, he's a great talent. Um, how, how, what do you think about Brandon Miller? Are we, oh, I'm kind of underwhelmed. Yeah, I mean, both of them just were very underwhelming. When yeah. Wemby and uh, Miller. I, I'm sure he'll be fine, nice cross. I don't know. Nice yeah, that's sick. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in that very, uh, I don't know, very underwhelming, you know, I, I think he has the potential to be like a, a decent wing, but I just don't see like a, like a superstar or anything yeah. like that. Um, Wemby, on the other hand, that was a, uh, it was interesting, like just his presence, like he didn't necessarily have a great, you know, game from the field or anything like that. Like you said earlier, he looked a little bit lost, but like you immediately could tell his impact on the defensive end. Like it was, he had five blocks when it looks like he was barely even trying <laughs> to, to, to get yeah. those. And then just being a deterrent as well. Just when you have seven foot five who moves like a guard under the rim, like that's naturally just you, you have to change the way that you, you play against that. So, um, you know, he definitely has a lot of, a lot of work to do on that end, but a little bit underwhelming, but I think also with, with the hype placed on that game, like, you're going to have to what drop like, you know, 30 points or whatever, you know, in your debut. It, 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 that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I think a lot of it goes to just how hyped up this draft class has been. It's one of the most hyped in a very long time with, you know, Victor and Brandon Miller and Scoot, the twins. And I mean, just so many great players potentially coming into this draft. 
Um, so there's just already so much pressure on all these guys. Um, and, you know, it goes back to, uh, you know, just ad- adjusting, uh, just trying to, you know, get back, you know, adjust to NBA level play. And, and Victor definitely needs to do that. I think he um, is going to not have a problem with it down the road. I think we'll see it in a few, just a few games, probably just very soon he'll he'll get right back into his crazy form so um yeah so i think it's just a, a matter of of time and adjusting i think these guys will all be good players um but yeah a lot of talent yeah i agree yeah a lot of talent um but can, can i ask you man why is keegan Murray playing this man was a playoff yeah. starter what is yeah. this dude that's like that's that was literally like how in our charity game Ruth, like we played against these ty guys like why why are we <laughs> even playing them we win by 40 like you don't play against these guys man. it's like it's like yeah. if you went to the park right now and play with a whole bunch of like freshmen in high school who yeah. don't play basketball but i but i kind of like it i like the message it sends yeah to, to the young to, like i i don't i don't i wish he Fair. wasn't doing it because like injury risk I, and stuff like that yeah. but if you want to just if you like to hoop and the message that it can kind of send to some of the other younger guys of like, yeah. we're not too good for this. I like that about it. That's fair. That's fair. All right, but he's man. killing. Way take the high road, bro. I, that's fine. That's fine. He's killing it. Yeah, he's going to be good. He's like, fine. I'll just drop 41 points, whatever. Yeah, I'll, I'll show yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, the, it's been cool. Kind of watch Summer League. All right. Uh, early take. Who's rookie of the year? Who's your, Who are you guys' rookies of the year? I'm going to go gonna check. Be- it's gonna be Wemby. I'm gonna go Chet Holmgren. I gotta say Wemby. Um, man, I'm in between Wemby and Scoot. You know, I I think Scoot, especially with Dame out, like he's gonna have a lot of opportunity on that team to to do what he wants. You know, to really mold what his career is gonna look like. But Wemby, man, is that's tough. Even one of the Tom, Eamon Thompson, very good. But I'm gonna find answer Wemby. I think Wemby's. Yeah, I I think Wemby's I feel like Wemby's the answer just not even for offensive like all this crazy stuff he has the potential to do but even defensively he was a stud defensively yesterday. Um So do you, do you think he has potential to be first team all defense as a rookie? Yeah, uh I don't know about first team all defense cuz I think you need a level of team success but I honestly with like Rudy Gobert he's going to get it over him. So yeah. potentially he has a he has an outside shot of that but I definitely think he's going to be on on all defensive team as a rookie which is phenomenal mm-hmm. um and then like drew said earlier he's he's seven five but he moves like he's six five which yeah. is a lethal combo so i think defensively he's gonna be awesome and then once you actually get him with the right players in the spurs system i i think he's still gonna average close to 20 and 10 yeah um and i think it'll be the thing that worries me about chet i think Chet will have a great year but i think they're gonna also try to load manage him a little bit just because he is coming off that list frank and I don't know how cautious they are or how every how his surgery went and whatnot. Maybe he's like all ready to go and uh, no issues, but and that was just a freak accident. But I, mm-hmm. I feel like that's that that's gonna be why. But yeah, it's gonna be a fun rookie of the year race this year. Last yeah, year was very underwhelming. Joke. It was just Paulo. No, no yeah. not even like close. Paulo and then Jalen Williams and everyone else was yeah. nothing. Yeah, it was nothing. Poop. Yeah, man. All right. Well, we're excited. Uh, we get to watch a little bit more summer league ball. Kind of honestly can't wait for the season. It's getting boring. Sports time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, you know, we got, I like, I, I watch Wimbledon. Wimbledon's fun, but like, I also, it's like, eh, you know, yeah. we need, we need football and basketball to come we, back. We need some basketball and football. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can only watch so much baseball. 
Yeah. So many baseball highlights. Shohei can only keep me entertained for so long. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys now know. He's, now he's yeah. hurt too, which is a bummer. He is hurt. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you doing now then, man? What are you going to watch? I don't know, man. He's, I just, I miss watching Shohei, Shohei highlights in the morning. I know. I got to wait for that. You, uh, uh, you, you ever look at Ellie de la Cruz? Yeah, I just he's saw that. Yeah, he got it inside stole. the park home run today. Yeah, but he stole yeah. it. He stole it. Yeah, that's that crazy. Legit. That's crazy. There you that's, go, man. Yeah, that guy. So maybe that you should start watching on. him. Yeah, I saw Joey. I saw your boy Joey B. Uh, with oh, the, the, white, the white, the white, the white party, or whatever, the white shirt yeah, party, the white party. But also, he's yeah. like, I think he he took a picture with him or something like that, and he was like yeah. Joey de la Cruz. Yeah, like batting practice or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, man. All right, brother. Well, you guys know what to do. It was a pleasure having you guys on. Any last remarks, Connor and Drew? Uh, let's go Lakers, man. Come on, baby. <laughs> wait, wait, who who are uh, Connor and Drew's uh, championship picks for the year? Since oh, okay. Let's, we'll run back while. real quick. Um, I I think uh, I I like I really like Denver again. I really do. Uh, if 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 they all stay healthy, uh, Jokic just can outperform anybody, and he's shown that. So I'm gonna have to stick with them. I think the Bucks kept Brook Lopez, correct? I yeah. I'm gonna go back to the Bucks. I think the Nuggets losing Bruce Brown and they lost somebody else too. They, they, I I feel like those are big losses. As as much as you know, Bruce Brown did get overpaid to go to the Pacers. Like he's a very solid backup point guard who brings that you know three pointer um, and and defense right. Um, I think the Bucks made some good moves keeping some of those players. And I think they, I think they could make another good run. I think they'll be healthier this year, and I, I'd give the Bucks. You, Ruthwick? I know I shouldn't say it, but I think Braun gets his fifth this year. He's going to Lakers. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I think he's. Yeah. I think he'll do it. I, I really like this team. I think they have a lot of potential there. I'm just hoping everyone is healthy. As long as everyone is healthy, I think there's a real chance. Only because... Oh, big reason because Bruce Brown left. I think that yeah. team with Bruce Brown and Bruce Brown, who's like a... A Swiss Army knife of a player is very tough, but now you you kind of lose a little bit of that edge and that defensive versatility. Now, where does that come from? I'm not sold that Michael Porter Jr. can fill that role, and he's been he was shaky even in uh, the finals. Mm-hmm. So I just I don't mm-hmm. trust him all that much. And sometimes I think as a team, you just it's like a flash in a pan, and you're just firing all cylinders. But it's tough to replicate that again when everyone knows that and and going at you kind of kind of like what the Mavericks experience when they won the championship in 2011 the next year they mm-hmm. were like an afterthought it, and the the fall was precipitous like i'm not saying that the nuggets are going to do that but i think sustained greatness is, is not easy to do okay so lakers nuggets and bucks huh i'm gonna go with the miami heat with dame lillard i think it's i think he gets it Ooh. i think he gets it i think he gets it i i if, if dame goes there i think they get the ring i think i think this is the team I think wow, they get it. Okay. And, and i think they beat i think it's like a random team. Like I think I think the Suns or something make it and the Heat just go there and win it in six. Wow. Heat Suns or some random some like random that. finals. That's, random that's a finals. fun pick. That's a good pick. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm gonna ride the Heat. This yeah, the season's the season's gonna be awesome because there's so many teams that potentially could could vie yeah. for the title. Um yeah. it feels like more so than even. Yeah, I mean in, we in haven't even talked about the Warriors today at all. Yeah. yeah that's another looking still around. Yeah. Sleeper. So, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm sold on that. Yeah. That's that's it. It was a yeah, great no. pick. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll revisit this next year. Next year.
July 24. Who is right? Who is right? Right here, yeah. All right, boys. It was a pleasure having you guys on. Yeah, y- y'all know what to do, man. Hit that like button, smash, subscribe. Give a shout out to Ruth Fick over there in Lubbock. If y'all you want to go hang out with him, he knows the good places now. He'll take yes. you to Spanky's. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. Bye.